Welcome to The Read Along. A mini book club for your ears. I'm your host, Scott. I'm your other host, Anita. And join us on a journey through a good book, one one chapter chapter at at a time. time. Do you like talking about movies? Do you like talking about mediocre movies? Do you like talking about how you could have fixed mediocre movies? Well, I certainly do, and you can listen to me, Scott C. Bourgeois, along with my co-hosts Greg Beaver and Liam Kreswick, as we give our notes, and I have some notes. You can follow it now on your podcatcher of choice, or support it by visiting patreon.com slash I have some notes. So I'm just going to go ahead and wish everybody a happy holidays. Yeah. A merry merry and a and a happy ho ho. <laughs> whatever whatever your denomination, whatever your belief, most of us seem to have holidays that fall around this time of year and the happiest of them too. Absolutely. Yes. And an acceptable cal- or acceptable resolution to the calendar system of your choice. Oh, no, we'll have another episode that'll drop before the resolution of the calendar system. That's true. So, But can... I can wish it now anyway. Fair enough. But yeah, this will be the last episode before the holiday itself. Yes. Uh, certainly our holiday itself. Because yes. we do celebrate Christmas. So we're, we're kind of in the final crunch here on our end. Yeah, it's that last, that last little bit before our holidays officially start and, you know, everything else shuts down. Correct. <laughs> Uh, which means that we are actually going to uh, bank a little episode right away. Yeah. So if we're talking about things like we don't know what's happening, uh, it's because we did it in the past and we are unaware of the future. Or the this present? Is, this we is... Did it in, no, we're going to do it in the future for the future future. So we're going to be unaware of the present at the time, which will be our future. Okay. Uh, just to untangle that knot, this episode is being recorded as normal. The next episode, we're going to bank ahead of time because our normal recording time is going to be filled with Christmas. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? Not even a little. <laughs> uh, very confusing explanation for what's happening. Of course, we don't break our own rules. And our rules are we do not read ahead. We have no context. Nope. We have no spoilers. Of the rest of the book at the point where we read the chapter at hand. So we have read this chapter. We're going to record it now. Then we're going to go and read the next chapter and record it before the end of the week. We've been explaining this for way too long. Yeah. Yeah. So with all of that explanation having happened, I suppose we might as well just kind of do a brief recap of our previous (laughs) chapter in which we are introduced to Theodore, a factotum with the nightmare's office who is kind of enlisted against his will to go to a fancy Samhain party, which turns out to be the final party he will ever go to in his entire life. That's pretty much where that ends as we move into chapter two of The Undetectables by Courtney Smith. So we're still six years ago. Yeah, unexpectedly. I was expecting like a future jump, right? Like present day. Nope. Six years ago, same party. <laughs> Which actually makes me think that the cold open technically isn't done, so we haven't had our title credits yet. No, we haven't. They wouldn't have been at the end of chapter one. It it's might true. be it might be at the end of chapter two. Who knows? I don't know if chapter three is still six <laughs> years ago. So half of this book is six years ago. Oh could, no. Could be. I mean I almost feel though structurally, if you were gonna do that, you'd do like a part one. 
Yeah, and, and then, then a part two. And then a part two, which has a time jump to six years later. Uh, yeah, so we're still in our original cold oven. Yes, and we're still at the fancy party. Yeah. Where our three other main characters also happen to be in attendance. I assume these are our protagonists. Well, they are literally mentioned on the back of the book. That's so. why I assume that they are our protagonists. Yes, we're in the shoes of Mallory. Yeah. Who, uh, at least six years in the future, will be a forensic science expert. Cool. She is working with her two best friends. Yeah, they're, they're like a BFF squad. Yeah, to kind of set up a new PI business. Yes. Like they are explicitly teenagers. Yeah, she is 14 years old. Yep. Right? And she is in that that fun like naivete of youth where she thinks that just handing out business cards at this fancy party is going to drum up business for their PI firm. And they've just sort of decided that they're going to be detectives. Yep. It's adorable. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and and great. And I mean, she's being lightly humored by people at the party who are at least taking the business cards. But like later on, they'll notice many of them are discarded. Yeah. Nobody's really taking a bunch of teenage girls seriously when they're like, we're going to solve your crimes. Yeah. And your mysteries. And they're just like, yes, that's very nice. I'm going to go and have some cake now. Exactly. (laughs) Most people at this party are too polite to refuse, but have either no interest in a detective agency or no need for a detective agency. These are a bunch of people at a party. Yeah. Who are there to schmooze and drink and eat and not fret about crimes, I guess? Now, I was also uh, wrong last chapter when I supposed one of the reasons that Theodore might be at the party was because it was fobbed off on him. The nightmare is explicitly at this party. Yes. He is, like, called out. Not by name, but like by title. He's there. Yes. That's the nightmare over there talking to the same demon who gave Theodore cat ears <laughs> in the last chapter. Yes. So yeah. So Theodore was not there as like representative. I'm not still not sure why he was there. Yeah. It's a little unclear, but we do know what his job is now. Oh, because yes. He does mention it. Uh, so while it is getting a little ahead of ourselves, the now deceased Theodore does mention <laughs> at one point that he is a paraanthropologist working for the Ghoul Council. Which is... Uh, part of the mayor's office. Yes. Yes. Um, so his job is to kind of look at historical remains, remains more or less, of, of both humans and non-humans. And he implies that it has something to do with investigating the source of some spectral disturbances. I'm using quotations. Because yeah. he doesn't elaborate on that, and the girls don't clue into it as important in any way. So No. Although, maybe it is. We don't know. Yeah. We're not far enough into our story yet. It's true. We should uh, backpedal a little bit, though, and learn a little bit about our three characters. Yeah. So Mallory's trying to drum up some business. Yeah. And uh, failing at it. Yeah. <laughs> sadly. Um, and so she goes to meet up with her other two BFFs, Cornelia, yep. whose parents are throwing this party. Yeah, because we had puzzled over who the people were throwing the party. We now know yeah. it's Cornelia's folks. Cornelia's folks. They're mucky mucks. They work. They are on the ghoul council. Yes. Uh, so this means that this is their house. Yes. Slash her house. Yeah, she's she comes from money. Yes. Uh, and then they are joined by their third BFF, uh, Diana. Yes. Who is also, I assume, doing the same thing as Mallory. We don't really get a lot on her before she joins the group. Indeed. We, we don't quite know what Diana's specialty is yet. I'm sure we'll get there. She has Velma Dinkley vibes <laughs> right off the bat. Not strong just, Velma vibes. Not just because she's like short and bespectacled and a little... A little rounder, but also just the when they stumble upon this initial mystery a little later in the chapter, 
uh, she immediately is one of the ones who's like immediately got like her little spy glass out and is like <laughs> jinkies looking for clues. So she does not say jinkies. No, but she she has the vibe of a jinkies. She's got a real jinkies vibe. A real jinkies vibe. <laughs> so anyway, the three of them sort of convene at this party, and I forget which one of them decides that they should actually solve a mystery. It's Mallory actually, who's like, go. you know what? The reason nobody's taking us seriously is because we don't have any cred. We need to solve a mystery first so people know we can do the job. And so she immediately is like, we're in a giant old mansion. Somewhere there must be a mystery to solve here. And Cornelia just like rolls her eyes and is like, fine, whatever. We are married because I legit wrote in my notes, they go looking for a mystery to solve to build up some cred. There you go. And yeah, they uh, they decide to start in the basement where conveniently a mystery is <laughs> is waiting to be solved. <laughs> Because a murder has just taken place. I love it. So yeah, they get their witch lights out, and they start at the basement. They were going to start at the bottom and work their way up, right? Yep. And first try. Literally, they open the door, and there's a dead body. Yeah. (laughs) And they're a little taken aback, because this is a Samhain ghost. Yes. Which is apparently a special ordeal. Yeah, it's it's apparently a rare thing, like a unicorn at one point. In fact, rarer than a unicorn, (laughs) I think, is uh, the line that is spoken. But Yeah. uh, yeah, Theodore's there looking at Theodore. Yeah, kind of staring at his own body, a little in shock, one assumes, being recently deceased. Yep. And they immediately take it in as, like, a crime scene, which yeah. is cool. It, on the surface, it looks like it's an accident, because he's clearly touched uh, a, light bulb. A, a light bulb, an electric source. His hand is all burnt. Yeah, he looks like he's been electrocuted. And he looks like he's been electrocuted. But they note very quickly, like, the light's unplugged. Yeah, the lamp's not plugged in. Well, his body is holding the light bulb. Yeah. His corpse is not, which is nice. Yeah. But it's it's very clear that something untoward has happened. That uh, and they actually speculate early on that maybe maybe a demon who are notably very charming compelled him to do something he shouldn't have like touch an open electrical source. Right? Maybe? I don't know. Hard to say. There was a demon talking to him earlier. Yes. And we know he was hit from behind, so we have no idea who did it. There are lots of demons at this party. It's true. Ah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there is a mystery to solve, and unfortunately, Theodore doesn't know much in this moment. Well, he didn't see his attacker. Yeah, he didn't see who killed him. Right? It, it's not like there was a struggle. He was trying to adjust the, the light, right? And the and next thing he knew, he was a ghost. Exactly. The next thing, he was dead. <laughs> there was no struggle. There was no attack. It was like, thump, lights out. Yeah. So he, unfortunately, is not too much help. But uh, there is a dead body in the house. So very quickly, Mallory's like, okay, Cornelia, you should probably go tell your folks that there's been a death. Diana is like, I'm going to start looking around for more clues. And Mallory's just excited. (laughs) (laughs) And trying very hard to keep calm because Theodore is... uh, In shock. In shock and kind of going off the rails a little bit. Like he cannot stop talking. It's all just stream of consciousness babble coming out of his mouth. (laughs) Well, again, he's very much in shock. Yeah. Because he's just died. So, yeah, Mallory's trying to keep calm and try to get as much information out of him as possible as they are going to now work this situation. Yes. Now, spoiler alert, and we only know this because it's part of the backstory on the blurb at the back of the book, they are not going to solve this crime. At least not tonight. At least not tonight. And probably not for the next six years. Correct. So... It's it's a fun little bit of dramatic irony uh, being dropped on us right now that we already know that they're going to fail to solve this mystery. And that might hurt their chances of starting up their new PI firm for several years. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We're still at the end of, hopefully, the end of our cold open before we get into, like, you know, 
the meaty part of the book. Quite so. The actual proper story. With the serial killer. Yes. And all that. And all that. And mysteries at the heart of occult society. You can't waggle your eyebrows. No one can see you. You can see me. (laughs) I was waggling them for you. Why, thank you. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I think that covers off a lot of the crunch of this chapter. Is there anything else in specific you wanted to mention? No, that was it. There you go. It was it was an unexpectedly extended cold open. Yeah. And well, we'll we'll have to see if it extends even further. Oh yeah. As we uh, read up on chapter three, you'll want to do that in time for next week. Of course, in the meantime, as always, you can uh, hit us up with a little rating or a review on your podcatcher of choice. That we helps us. Appreciate those so much. Yeah. You can also send us missives <laughs> via Telegram or cable or pigeon. Can you, like, legitimately, can you still send a telegram? I believe that you can, actually. I think it costs quite a bit now because it's, it's no longer a commonly used service. It's like a specialty thing now. But I believe you can, in fact, send someone a telegram. So you can send us a telegram. Send us, send us a, a pony, Something by Pony Express. <laughs> or, more likely, you can just get a hold of us via social media. That's so much easier. We are on X, Facebook, Instagram, Blue Sky... And Goodreads. Yes, we are at the read-along at most of those. Uh, and you can, of course, also send us an email. Yes, at thereadalong at gmail.com. And with that said, as always, we love you very much, and we'll see you next time. Merry Christmas, happy holidays! Thank you for joining us on The Read-Along with your hosts, Anita and Scott Bourgeois. All read-along music is by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Cover art is by Aaron Beaver. Be sure to join us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Read-Along, and check out our group on Goodreads.com. Goodreads.com